If you are wondering, I wonder if I have healthy boundaries. I wonder if my boundaries are adaptable or workable and you're struggling with depression or anxiety or post-traumatic stress disorder or maybe feeling burnt out. I'm going to cut to the chase right now and say, yes, you do have unworkable boundaries. You do have a boundary problem. Now, if setting and identifying and implementing healthy boundaries was easy, I would be out of a job. This week's episode discusses boundaries. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Talking Your Way to Change. Like I said before, this is going to be a bonus episode and it's going to be about boundaries. Okay. So, boundaries are spoken or unspoken rules that we have for engaging with other people. In many ways, they make our relationships safe. We have public boundaries, such as those that we all agree to pretty much, like we got to stop at a stoplight or we have to wear a seat belt, and these decrease accidents and death. Now, there are intellectual boundaries, and those boundaries make it possible for all of us to have our own thoughts and ideas, and it also includes respecting others' ideas and an awareness of when there's an appropriateness to kind of share those ideas with one another or not. One way to describe boundaries is to establish whether they are healthy for that individual. People who have healthy boundaries typically value their own opinions and they don't compromise their values for others. This means that a person not only has to hold steady with their values, but they also have to know them. This trait also reminds me of the Marlo Thomas Free to Be You and Me entertainment project that I learned about as a child that encouraged Saluting values such as individuality, tolerance, and comfort with one's identity, whether you were a boy or a girl. Today, we are reconstructing pronouns and creating more respectful and safe boundaries for describing gender, which is a social identity a person uses to interact with the world. So, boundaries are also culturally dependent. Healthy boundaries mean that people know what they need and they can communicate that to others. This also means that we can accept it when others say to us what they need. So basically, boundaries keep us safe from others and keep others safe from us. You might want to supplement the word, I think, healthy with adaptable or workable too. It's like, is this a workable boundary or an adaptable boundary? If boundaries are too rigid or too porous, you are likely to have problems with your health. It's been my experience that psychotherapy is often riddled with helping someone become aware of their boundaries. The process of understanding how it came that we have our current boundaries is a big part of therapy too. Some folks have too firm a boundaries, right? Their reality is more that people are untrustworthy. Um, 
people aren't paying attention or they're not really interested in me. So I'm not, you know, and they're unreliable. This is exhausting. It's not really worth my effort or pain to be in a relationship. So I'm going to have really rigid boundaries. If you think you're struggling with boundaries, I think it's a great idea to consider psychotherapy. If you're struggling with the mental health issue, take a look at the boundaries in your life and see if this is an area where you could use a little support. Nedra Glover Twab states in her new book, burnout is overwhelming and boundaries are the cure. Burnout happens when people become emotionally, mentally, or physically exhausted. We need to know when to say no, and we need to know how to say no. We need to know how to prioritize ourselves and stop pleasing people. This pandemic has wreaked havoc on all of our boundaries. For example, for those of us working for home and typically involved in domestic chores, I have found even going to the bathroom or eating lunch can be exhausting. When I see the state of my bathroom, I think I really need to clean this bathroom. I think I think that thought about 40 times a week now. And when you're at work, you don't really think about that when you go to the restroom. You get a little bit of a break. Or when I'm eating lunch, I might think, oh, I need to unload that dishwasher. It's exhausting. And just because I notice it 40 times during the week doesn't mean that I have any more time to complete that task. So I have to set really firm boundaries internally with myself and remind myself of that. Be mindful that this is a stressor and it's a change of even how you see your house. My house is starting to take up a great deal of residence in my head. Okay, the other way that the pandemic has created issues around boundaries for us is between our boundaries and other people's boundaries, like conflict during the people that are in my life or my household and your household. And a lot of the conflict has stemmed from the differences in boundaries. Take a minute and imagine a target with a bullseye to represent the layers of boundaries we have with each other. The most inner circle is our intimate space. Maybe think about taking a shower or having sex. Then the next level in our target is our personal, the family you live with. Then the next outer ring is our social, like friends and extended family. And then let's say the outermost ring is the public. Some people have had to live within the confines of this target in the teeny tiny kind of intimate personal space, while others have had to need either maybe their essential worker or just personal choice. They haven't really changed their behavior at all, and they've moved in and out of all rings of the target. These differences can create a lot of hard feelings within our relationships because of these, these differences and these differences in behavior. One of the reasons that I recommend engaging in psychotherapy to help you understand, identify, and change your boundaries is that learning how to change your boundaries is really challenging. These are relational behaviors that have been practiced and reinforced since your birth. Understanding your personal history will give you some of the motivation and compassion that you are going to need for yourself in order to make the changes. You're likely to have a lot of fears about communicating different boundaries. You're likely going to have to feel the fear and stop avoiding. You might have to have these really 
in your mind sort of scary conversations, these direct communications, and you might have to change your beliefs and your mindset about even if this is a possibility. Like if you don't believe in your mind that I am capable of setting boundaries and it's possible, and it's possible that my life could get even better, that I could have a very fulfilling and satisfying life with satisfying relationships and feel a lot less resentment, it's going to be really challenging to implement these changes. You're going to need to have a mindset that says, yes, this is a possibility for me. And lastly, when we make boundaries or we set boundaries, it's generally not a one-time discussion. Usually the first the first discussion is probably the scariest, and after those, it gets easier, but it's not a one-and-done thing. Oftentimes, we set a boundary, and then we need to circle back to it again and again. And sometimes, we might even have to modify it some or negotiate it. I'm going to leave some resources in this podcast episode's notes. So if you're interested in learning more about your boundaries, you could have a starting place. But like I said earlier, I think psychotherapy is probably one of the best places to understand whether or not your boundaries are workable. And now I might just go and unload the dishwasher. Thanks for joining us this week on Talking Your Way to Change. You can also visit our Facebook page, You can subscribe to the show on Anchor or iTunes so that you never miss an episode. If you found value in this show, we would appreciate a ratings on iTunes, or you could just simply tell a friend. I need to alert everyone that this podcast is not meant as a substitution for mental health treatment. So although the podcast deals with psychotherapy, this is not your psychotherapy. Okay, thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Dr. Banker.